Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Wannabe NYC, with me, your host, Joe Wassel. My goodness, I feel like I have been away for so, so long. You know the biggest lesson that I learned while um, crap hit the fan in my life is if you have internet in the moment and you've completed a project, don't wait till the next day to submit it. Just, just do it. Just go ahead, save, file save, save to your desktop upload where needed, and carry on. Okay, I had to learn the hard way, and here I am, like three weeks later, maybe a little bit more. Oh, you guys, when it rains, it pours, okay? Let me just go ahead and put that out there. Not that I really need to anyway, because it's like just a given, but oh my gosh, let me fill you in on what's been going on in my world. I truly don't even know how far back I need to go to just kind of give you a full glimpse of kind of how shitty it's been, but um, I'll do the best that I can. So Easter, I decided it would be a really cool idea to get a sinus infection, and so I did. Was absolutely miserable, didn't get to do any of the things that I wanted to. Um, definitely showed up for my family because I knew it was very important to them and that was good. That was fun. I did get to rest a lot, um, the days after Easter. So, you know, it was fine. Um, and then let's see. Oh, well, before Easter, our internet decided that, you know, it was just going to go out. And this is the thing. I hate, I really do hate myself a little bit anytime that I'm like, oh my gosh, the internet is out. What am I going to do? I'm going to go crazy. But I am going to go crazy when my internet is out, okay? This isn't the 1800s. The thing is, like, you need internet for everything you do in your life. I know that a lot of people are like, well, I do the best that I can to stay off the grid. Good for you. I don't. Why? Because I stay home with my kids. I work from home. I need the internet to operate. I need the internet to communicate. There's a lot of things that I need the internet for. And then of course, like our data signal here in our house is like absolutely the worst and not in the best way possible because we live surrounded by trees and, you know, unless you've kind of figured it out, which I think I sort of have now, it's impossible to get more than one bar. It just is. So I was trying to keep up with everything going on in pop culture. I was trying to keep up with all of our business emails. I was trying to keep up just with letting my kids have some sort of like TV, you know, which brings me to why do we think that we are never going to need DVDs or like a regular TV antenna? Those things come hella handy when you need them. I found myself at the thrift store trying to like find good DVDs to bring back home for Michael and the kids because there was just no way. We were not getting signal out with the data that we had. There was no way to get regular TV because the uh, antenna was just also not cooperating. So I was, you know, living in the late 90s, early 2000s at the thrift store searching for DVDs, which, by the way, some thrift stores should consider not pricing them like regular store price because who's going to buy them, you know, like 99 cent that ish up and let them be sold. Uh, Anyway, I'm still a little stressed. I'm not going to lie. 
but it's okay. You know, uh, life goes on. What else has happened since then? Oh, that's right. Both of our vehicles decided that they also were just going to take a little vacation. So Michael's truck started to overheat. Luckily, he was able to get it into the shop um, somewhat in time, and um, it was repaired and everything was fine. The thing is, of course, it is priority for him to go to his job because he cannot work from home. So he had to take our van, which meant that the kids and I had to stay home um, pretty much for like a week. No van, no access to a vehicle. Um, And for me, for my mental health, it's so important to leave the house at least once a day with the kids, whether it's to go grab lunch, go to the park, go to the library, just something. And that was really, really challenging. Um, I think I had had that experience before um where I couldn't leave but I think the last time that happened I was pregnant with the boys so it was just me needing to keep Keziah entertained and now needing to keep three toddlers entertained sans internet tv or anything like that um yeah I kind of wish I was a clown. So yeah, no, it it was not a good time. Then uh, our van, uh, once Michael got his truck back, our van also decided that it was just going to go in for a little maintenance. And there was another week where (laughs) I didn't have a van. And finally we got it back. And man, I was telling Michael, like, you never realize how important, quote unquote, the insignificant things are until you can't do those insignificant things anymore. And it's like, whoa, okay. So that wasn't actually as insignificant as I thought. It was actually very important um, in my life. And not that I ever take things for granted because I think um, given my past, I've learned a lot about kind of having, no, not best of both worlds. I've learned understanding both sides of the coin. There you go. That's what it was. And I always do my best truly to practice gratitude. I probably complain out loud more often than I am grateful for things, but in my heart and, you know, between the Lord and I, I I am really thankful for a lot of the things in my life, even the little things, um, quote unquote, the little things. And so just having a working vehicle is one of those, you know, that you don't really think about until you don't have a working vehicle. So, Shout out to all the older vehicles, man, really just trying to keep us going on the road. And, you know, it is important. Get your oil changed, check your tires, um, get a tune-up, whatever it is, because it is always better to put in quite a bit of money for repairs than a whole lot of money on a brand new car, because we are not trying to do that. But yeah, so it has been really crazy, thing after thing, and I'm just going to tell you guys the truth. I'm just thankful for my husband. Um, because I can't really imagine going through all the craziness with anyone else. Um, It's hard, but things aren't as bad when you have somebody on your side who is also cheering for you and for the same things for the both of you, the same good things. So yeah, crazy times, but you know what's even crazier? Hollywood. You guys, there is a legal like tornado hurricane going on over there. So many lawsuits left and right. So much drama, so much chaos, but you know, this is why I'm here for, to help you navigate those waters. So let's just get right into it. 
All right, so the first one that I'm going to start with is Olivia Wilde, who we know has been in a relationship with Harry Styles and had children with uh, ex-partner Jason Sudeikis. And she actually was served custody papers while she was on stage at CinemaCon on Tuesday night. So a process server just very casually slid it on the stage. She picked it up, said, is this for me? And lo and behold, it absolutely was for her. I I don't remember how long her and Jason Sudeikis were together for. But, you know, I think from what I do remember was the situation kind of got a little bit messy. They do share two children, Otis 8 and their five-year-old daughter, Daisy. What's so interesting is the way that that was done. I mean, out of all the other ways that they would have been able to get a hold of her, like while she's on stage doing her job just super casually, um, it I don't know, it makes it so relatable, right? Because that happens to be her job where like any other person, their job is at an office or maybe retail space and they too get served at their job. But it's not being captured by cameras and blasted all over the internet the next day. So, you know, um, I guess uh, Chris Jenner works hard, but process servers work harder. Speaking of Chris Jenner, the Kardashians and the Jenner girls are currently being sued by Black China, Robert Kardashian, their brother's ex fiance and mother of their five year old daughter, Dream. Black China alleges that the Kardashians went behind the scenes and used their influence and their power to get her and Robert's show canceled on E!, which is also the network that um, hosted and created, gave birth to the Kardashian show for many, many years. And she says that she is suing them for about $100 million due to lost wages of the show and future wages that she was going to earn by, you know, being on other shows and promotional events and such. Um, The Kardashians did file several motions to have this case dismissed against them. However, it is currently in trial um, and they are having different testimonies day in and day out. And the one that I found the most disturbing was the very recent one that Robert did on the stand saying that Black China whipped him with a metal rod and tied a cord, um, an iPhone charger cord around his neck. And she says that it was just in jest and it was just a joke. Ha ha, get it, funny, laugh. And Robert Kardashian says, yeah, that's not a joke. Um, You don't put your hands on people. He was questioned about not having any bruises on him. And he said, you know, just because not everybody bruises does not mean it didn't happen. I'm so sick and tired of that being the narrative. And oh my gosh, we're of course going to slide into that situation later, but I mean, we're seeing it right now with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, is that, yes, there are men that are very physically abusive with their partners, but we also cannot completely dismiss the fact that there are women out there that are very, very mean, that are also very unkind, that are malicious, that don't mean well, and that unfortunately are also just as abusive, if not more, towards men. Men also suffer domestic abuse and domestic violence at the hands of women. And I mean, just seeing these two guys dealing with this in Hollywood in such a public manner, um, I think will be a stepping stone in seeing a lot of other celebrities coming forward with allegations of physical abuse by their female partners. I don't know why, but I do get that feeling. 
Kylie Jenner also testified a couple days ago that Black China threatened to kill her. And she says, you know, obviously it was something that worried her, but she really wasn't sure if it was just drama. It's also among the lines of what Kris Jenner also testified. And I think that a lot of us forget the way that whole situationship was. So, okay, I'm going to try and say this to where you can keep up because whenever I heard it in my head, I too was like, um, what? So, here we go. Tyga and Black China had a baby. Black China and Tiger split. <laughs> Tiger. <laughs> Tyga, whatever. They split. And Tyga gets with Kylie when she's underage, allegedly. And Kylie starts, you know, stepping into her role of stepmom in her late teen years. Black China, of course, feels some type of way. And she decides that she is going to get with, um, get engaged to, and have a baby with the only Kardashian brother. And that's exactly what happened. So now, so now that makes Black China a part of the family forever, whether they want her to be or not. And this is the thing I've learned about the Kardashians over the years is that they are big on family. Um, they're big on family, they're big on forgiveness, and they're big on fame, FFF. But no, really, they are. Um, obviously, we know all the times that Chloe has forgiven her partners um, when they've allegedly cheated on her. Um, we know that Kim has a strange um, relationship with Kanye, but she always puts her best foot forward. Same with Courtney and Scott Disick. So I think that just over time, we've learned that they do forgive and that they're big on family. And I don't believe that they ever leave out Dream. Um, from photos that they've shared on special events and holidays, they always have a place for her, which I think is just so wonderful. Um, and definitely, you do have to give it to them for that because all of the you know headlines and the behind the scenes that obviously we don't get to see, that has to be really, really hard. Um, I do wonder if they will forgive Black China because that's a lot of people uh, to have against you. And also just money-wise, you know, I wonder what the judgment will be on that. Do I think that she will get some kind of money back for like punitive damages? I do. I do think so. Um, how much? Probably not as much as she's asking for. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway, as of yesterday, the Kardashians had filed another motion for the case to be dismissed, so TBD on that one. And last but not least, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation, or not even situation, I don't even know what in the world to call that. There is so much of it, and I said this in the podcast episode I recorded that never went live. If you are overly interested in keeping up with that I suggest you follow Kiki at the talk of shame because she is doing a really good job at recapping the entire thing um, for those of us that aren't able to sit through the tv or youtube um, portions of the trial but it has just gotten absolutely out of control the thing that I find the hardest to sit through is um, the audio um, and video recordings that they play of the difficult times that Amber and Johnny Depp are having because, I mean, you have to think about it, you know, we all have 
certain situations with our partners or just, you know, other people in our lives that I think would be so hard to have broadcast worldwide. Um, And, you know, I know a lot of times people will say this is the life that they signed up for, which is true. It is in a way, but it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be really, really hard to have your stuff, um, personal stuff like journal entries and voicemails and things that, you know, are for complete private and personal keep um, everywhere. So I don't know. I don't really feel like extra comfortable with sharing a lot of this stuff because some of it is very graphic. Um, You know, I'll just share, which I'm pretty sure everybody has seen by now, like some of the top headlines, um, were regarding his severed thumb and um, human waste and just very strange things that, you know, I don't know necessarily we have all experienced, but wow, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But definitely follow Kiki at the Talk of Shame because she's doing such a good job at recapping. I did read that Johnny Depp's intentions behind having this um, trial completely publicized and televised is just clearing up his name. I'm not really sure if he really understood exactly what that was going to mean moving forward. Um, And, you know, I mean, they talked about his upbringing and um, drug abuse and alcohol abuse and his um, trauma with his family and parents. And it's been also really eye-opening for us to all see and kind of just puts into perspective that it's not always men that um, are abusive. Yes, the larger percentage is men, unfortunately, but women can also take that role on and very well execute it. So I don't really know um, how things will continue to play out. I did read that the judge said they have until the end of May to wrap it up. And, you know, there's a long list of witnesses that are still set to testify. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Stepping away from the West Coast drama, let's head over to the East Coast and focus on fashion, food, and fun. So the first Monday in May is coming up, and for those of you who don't know, that is fashion's biggest night, also known as the Met Gala. It was actually started back in 1948 by fashion publicist Eleanor Lambert, um, who thought it would be a great idea to mix fashion, food, and art, and duh, she was not wrong. Um, She created an annual midnight supper to raise funds for the Costume Institute, again, also known as a Met. And the first Monday in May hasn't really been the first Monday in May in the last two years, um, you know, given the ongoing pandemic. The last one that we just had, the last Met Gala, was this past September, and it was postponed again a couple times because of COVID. They had to push it back, and now, just a couple months later, we're about to embark on a whole new one. The theme for this year is called Gilded Glamour, and it's supposed to be like very rich in wealth, and you know, um, it is predicted we'll see a lot of color, and that I am excited for. Although the list has not yet been revealed, we do... Um, you know, a little research and we find snippets of who is supposed to be there this year. And although there are some celebrities that have dropped out like Zendaya and possibly Rihanna, which, oh my gosh, would hurt my heart so much because y'all know I love her. And 
And you guys already know that Rihanna comes to serve some looks. So I don't know if she's going to be there or not given her pregnancy. But I do know for sure that several TikTok stars are scheduled to attend, which is just such a bizarro thing for me. But uh, it's fine. Um, Addison Ray being one of them. Of course, tickets to the event cost like 30000 each because it is, you know, to benefit the Met. However, um, a lot of these... Um, you know, influencers and TikTok stars get invited um, due to brand deals and sponsorships. So, oh my gosh, lucky them. You are able to stream the event um, via Vogue starting at 6 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Central on all Vogue social media platforms. The hosts are going to be Vanessa Hudgens, Lala Anthony, and Vogue editor-at-large Hamish Bowles. Please know that I will be watching, reading, and reviewing from my couch in my rags. Um, but that's fine. That's just what we do, and that is what the Met Gala does. They give us this glamour that we know we probably will never be able to achieve, but that's okay. That is the illusion, and I'm buying it. I don't care how much it costs. Actually, I do care. I'm not paying 30000 Even if I had the 30000 to split... Um, see, just split because I'm not going to pay all of it. Even if I had that 30000 I don't think that I would be willing to part with it. Um, like milk and eggs, expensive AF. Okay, guys, that is all I have for today's episode. I'm so happy to finally be back. And um, again, if you missed the first bit, take this as my advice to you. In the world that we live in, where the internet is a vital part of our life, make sure that you upload whatever you have to upload. Um, if you complete it, even if it's like super late at night, just submit and upload and let it be. Because you know what? Maybe in the morning you won't have internet and then you'll get like screwed for like three weeks. Okay, no, that's bitter. Anyway, um, make sure you hit the follow and notification button if you enjoyed this episode and leave a five-star rating and positive review. And remember that you can always come hang out with me over on Instagram at Joe Wassel or at Pod. Also, don't forget to do your own thing, create your vibe, and thrive. I'll talk to you soon.